behalf of Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We move on today to verses 19 through 21 of Romans chapter 8. In these verses, Paul states that all creation is patiently waiting for the time that God will resurrect his children. The entire creation, both animate as well as inanimate, will at that time be liberated from the bondage of death and decay. The physical universe is not destined for destruction, annihilation, but for renewal, as stated by Peter in 2 Peter 3.13. At that time, living things will no longer be subject to death and decay as they are today. Here now are verses 19 through 21, and Paul writes, For all creation is waiting patiently and hopefully for that future day, when God will resurrect his children. For on that day, thorns and thistles, sin, death, and decay, the things that overcame the world against its will at God's command, will all disappear, and the world around us will share in the glorious freedom from sin, which God's children enjoy. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. Now thank we all our God with heart and hands and voices who wondrous things have done in whom his world rejoices who from our on our way with countless gifts of love and still is ours today. Oh, may this bounteous God through all our life be near us with ever joyful The curse of sin, 
came upon all mankind at the time of Adam's disobedience, but the physical world also came under the curse. Remember the words of God to Adam in Genesis 3:17 through 19. And to Adam God said, Because you listened to your wife and ate the fruit when I told you not to, I have placed a curse upon the soil. All your life you will struggle to extract a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, and you shall eat its grasses. All your life you will sweat to master it until your dying day. Then you will return to the ground from which you came. For you were made from the ground, and to the ground you will return. So God has placed a curse on all creation. Not only does man have a dying body, but there is death and decay throughout all of nature as well. Now, here with our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. When sin entered our world, it brought suffering with it. That's part of sin's package. It also brought death. Death, too, is part of the package, part of the wages of sin. So it would seem evident that those who walk with the Lord in opposition to sin would suffer especially. While that is true because of the nature of the case, Paul writes that those sufferings can't be compared with the glory that shall follow for his own in the next dimension. That was my emphasis on the last program of What's New. Now, Paul notes that the rest of creation, apart from humans, is also subjected to suffering because of sin. Sinful man could not live in a sinless world, so the rest of creation was subjected to the ravages of sin at the time when sin entered our human race. Here is how Paul puts it. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. The creation Paul refers to here must include the plants, the animals, the animate and inanimate things. Suffering has been imposed upon that creation, too, as a result of man's sin. The idea of a cosmic fall is inherent in the fall account of Genesis 3. There God said to Adam after he disobeyed God, Cursed is the ground because of you. The ground had been programmed by God to yield to man. Its purpose was to serve man. It was to be used by man for his benefit, and it was not to resist. That was creation's purpose. But when man sinned, God ordered creation to resist so that man would have to toil and labor. God said to Adam, through painful toil you will eat of it. It will produce thorns and thistles. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food. Creation's purpose, like that of man's, was diverted from the purpose God had for it. Now thorns and thistles began to grow. Noxious weeds began to spring up. The thorns, thistles, and weeds became a problem for man. 
nature was resisting man's efforts. Earthquakes, floods, and destructive storms came upon man's world. Even animals were made victims of each other's cruelty as a result of sin. One writer said, How great is the evil of sin! Indeed it is. We can't realize how pervasive sin has been and is. Polluted man, by his disobedience, caused a polluted universe. That's the way it is. But that's not the way it will remain. Now creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. Creation will one day be liberated, as Paul puts it. It will be liberated from its bondage and be brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. That will happen when man is fully healed, is redeemed. The fall of nature coincided with the fall of man, and the redemption of nature coincides with the final redemption of man's body. When man receives his new body, then God will remove the shackles from creation and render creation capable of performing its God-appointed function again. Creation was made for man, and it will one day again serve him without resistance. Today nature is seen as groaning because it is not allowed to function as God intended it to, but one day nature will be set free and delivered. Creation is seen as eager to see the children of God get to their glory because that means nature's redemption. Now to what does that final redemption of nature or creation refer? The Bible in both the Old Testament and the New Testament speaks of a new earth and a new atmospheric heaven of a total renovation of this world. So not only will man experience glory, but so will the rest of creation. New man in a new world. Peter writes about this world burning up. That is the only way all traces of sin can be removed from our universe. Some scientists feel that this world will be turned into pure energy. Then God will, from that energy, create a new world, with its atmospheric heavens. This earth will be restored to a perfect state. It will once more be very good. It will once more be perfectly adapted to man's use, and it will be eager to serve him without resistance. The idea of a cosmic renewal pervades much of the Bible. I believe we have not given enough attention to the doctrine of a new earth for a new man. Creation had to fall because man fell, but creation has to be renewed because man's body will be renewed or glorified. Man's body links him with the material, and the redemption of that body means the redemption of the material world. God has been in the business of saving the world since its fall. Finally, that will be completed. Both man and the material world will be what God wants it to be and will function to His glory. As I lift my voice to you, there are other voices too. Your creation sings so many different things. See you. 
News radio production of Creative Encounters or mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.